0: Is squeaking cracks me up. We're good. In Are you good? Five, You're good. Four, three, two.
1: You're good. Yeah. You're good. You good. Are you, you good? good? Yeah. You're good.
0: Welcome to our, our spoopy, spoopy
1: podcast. podcast. Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Spencer. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> what did, What did they say next? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think they just talk. Yeah. So what's up, girls? What's
0: how's everyone doing? No, there's always an ad first. No. Oh. No ads, just sponsored.
1: Yes. Thank you to... Only vibes. Only vibes.
0: Hire a freelancer.
1: What would only vibes be?
0: Uh, wavelengths. No. Oh, like a website? Yeah. Um, music. It's like for DJs to go and put their music and you subscribe to like their music.
1: Listen, I'm going to take this in a totally different direction. Okay. Did you, have you ever gotten the the ads for the vacation perfume?
0: Vacation? It's no. It's called
1: vacation and no. it's supposed to smell like sunscreen. Ew. No, like 80s sunscreen. Ew. Anyways. <laughs> Do you have some? No, but I want the candles. <laughs> okay. Because their candles are... Uh, and they smell like sunscreen? No. Oh. They're... Uh, Lobby, which is supposed to smell like a like the lobby at a hotel resort. Okay. Uh, a partially obstructed or yeah, partially obstructed sea breeze. No. I don't know what you looking at me for. Sweet, it's called sweet. And okay. It's a partially a partial ocean view.
0: Okay. <laughs> sweet. And you, a smell.
1: Yeah. And then there's pool boy.
0: What does a pool boy smell it's supposed like?
1: To smell like a pool boy.
0: What, is it, what does it smell like? Let me get you the descriptions. Wet sunscreen and chlorine? Let me get you
1: the descriptions. How do you make these smells? I'm scared. Anyway, so the website has a vibe uh, enhancer, and it, it, like, plays timpani drums, and you can put on the ocean breeze.
0: So, like, hotel music.
1: Yeah. And I'm obsessed. Obsessed.
0: So you find an ad, and you're obsessed with it. Yes. Hmm.
1: No, the whole brand. I think it's, uh, yeah, I no. think it's a very you, You're
0: getting brand. a full uh, brand experience situation.
1: So Pool Boy is well-tipped Pool Boy. It smells like coconut sunscreen, recently de-leafed swimming pool, resort towel, and a dash of hand-me-down cologne, but also desire.
0: <laughs> I don't know what any of that smells like. You
1: know what coconut sunscreen is Okay,
0: I got like. one thing. A
1: recently de-leafed swimming pool. It smells like a pool. So, so chlorine. A resort towel, I guess.
0: Cockney. Mildewy,
1: and a dash of hand-me-down cologne. So, Dior Fahrenheit, and then Desire.
0: Is that a a smell? Yes. Pheromones. Pheromones. So, what does pheromones smell like? Sweat. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, lobby smells like fresh cut flowers, high gloss magazines, air conditioned ocean breeze.
0: What's the the smell is it like Marriott's or Hiltons that have they have like a distinct smell, isn't it like like white tea lotion smell or something like that? I feel like all hotels and they have like a wipe it on the smell. walls to to make it smell.
1: No, that's just the There's a joke there that I'm not going
0: to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the masturbation that happens there. All the cum. <laughs> <What? laughs> The cum. <laughs> the cum.
1: <laughs> Anyways, there's a, th- a three-pack, and I want all three, but okay. it's never available. M-
0: well, is there a way to pre-order
1: it? No, it's remind Ooh. me. Email me for a reminder. No. So
0: have you emailed yourself for a reminder? No. Oh.
1: I will just come back periodically.
0: Partially come back
1: view. often well, enough I'm to- here right now. Yeah. Uh, qu- crisp white linen, freshly cleaned surfaces, partially obstructed island breeze. Can't- okay. I really like this. I think I will like the smell of the lobby. Okay. Fresh cut flowers. Yeah. Glass magazines. I mean, I breeze. always
0: like the smell of like a fresh lobby. Fresh lobby. Fresh hotel lobby. I don't
1: like a, a lobby that's been lived in. You know, no. like a fresh one. I don't want
0: one that's like a, ooh, like, ooh, 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 You know, you know, you know, you know the, the, what I'm describing? Like a ooh, lobby. You like a, like like a, a motel.
1: 8 yeah. M- I'm not talking about a 3 motel a lobby. M-
0: I'm talking about a hotel lobby.
1: Where the, the, the cashier's behind a glass screen. hmm no, And like they're like... The Wyndham.
0: Yes. And they, they're like, type in their computer. How can I help you, sir? Don't Name. even look up at you. Don't even need to. Name? Oh, yes. I have your reservation right here, sir.
1: We hope you enjoy your stay.
0: Not even look at you a single bit. Yeah. They don't, don't have no cards. small talk. You ta- don't have the app? No. Oh.
1: No. No. You don't have the app? Okay, mm. we'll, we'll print you some cards.
0: We'll get those printed out. First. That'll be an extra fee. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, go ahead and tally the one. Would you like uh, me to make any reservations at the hotel (laughs) Would you be staying at the hotel? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to charge you for that, too. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Staying at hotel fee. Yes.
0: Uh, Conversation with the concierge uh, fee. Um, Oxygen fee. Concierge
1: when my name is actually maitre d'.
0: Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, and uh, not
1: you calling me the concierge when I'm actually the ma- major D. The the not this, not
0: you, not this, not you, not the you not calling the you for me, <laughs> sis. It's not the you no, calling a me a concierge. <laughs> what is this? A Trixie Motel? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's a motel. Yeah.
1: So you'll be staying in the flamingo Suite. Uh
0: uh-huh. What do you think that smells like? I feel like because that's a motel. you think it smells like ooh, or do you think it smells like
1: ooh? I imagine she's crafted a scent.
0: Oh, of course. It's, it has to be like cotton candy bubblegum. No, I
1: feel like it's something different. I feel like it's like new Barbie.
0: Plastic. Oh. Just, oh, it sounds like a plastic factory in here. In Palm Springs.
1: Palm Springs. Palm.
0: Hmm. Palm Springs.
1: Welcome to my podcast.
0: Oh, thank you. Good um, welcome. Thank you. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a week. Yeah. Yum.
1: What you been thinking about?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, Kiki Palmer. (laughs) A lot of Kiki Palmer. That has been on my my mind for a little over a week now.
1: What is it specifically about Kiki Palmer that sends you just over the just
0: Her, like, I mean, I just keep seeing these random clips of her from her just, like, talking to... Um, Like behind the scenes While she's like Getting a makeup done Or something like that And she's just like Doing stupid shit And just cracks me up Uh, But also The Hot Ones one Is just Is really funny When she's on this She eats this little nugget And she just goes Hmm This one's got A little sweetness to it
1: <laughs> Maybe this is Kiki Palmer
0: mm-hmm. Baby this is Kiki Palmer Kiki Palmer She knows
1: Kiki Ke- Palmer seems like a, a, a real ass bitch
0: In a fake ass world Yeah that's a way to 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 uh, describe it.
1: A real ass bitch in a fake ass world.
0: That almost sounds like a Barbie girl song.
1: No, it's I'm a, a real co- ass
0: girl in a fake ass world.
1: Barbie would never curse. Okay, it's a quote from uh, a show called The Circle on the Netflix. Yes, I've seen that with the gay guy. Which one? <laughs> in the in the first one, there's only one. A, a, Obtusely gay person
0: In the first season? Yeah Oh So you're watching like In Order?
1: I only watched the first one And I will never watch That show again Oh
0: okay I watched the second season I never finished the first one
1: But you watched the It says it in the first episode Who? Oh I like to, (laughs) I consider myself a real ass bitch and a fake ass bitch. I don't
0: remember. That was like four years ago. What
1: about when he, when the one woman says, I would like to start a chat with all the girls, all the ladies, and I would like to call it Skinny Queens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. Skinny Skinny Queens. queens. Uh Uh-huh.
1: How does she know my name? Oh, Lord. I don't remember getting a message. Uh,
0: You were not invited to that chat. For a reason. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Child. happy birthday happy, happy beyonce me. oh yeah it's your birthday technically
1: my birthday was yesterday when
0: this comes podcast out. comes out yes because and that's only if you put it out on sunday Ooh. oh <laughs> i will oh okay uh-huh <laughs> no that was not a read this is not a read just a fact no, what is it? Not a joke, just a fact. That's what Bimini says. Oh, Bimini. Bimini Mon, Did you see um, her recent Instagram post that became viral on Twitter that was like, uh, <laughs> y'all need to stop telling uh, non-binary people that they are just the pinnacle of fashion because then we end up with this. And it's literally like, this part of her hair is fine, then just like right here it's shaved, and then she has the mullet underneath Ew. it. Yeah.
1: Bimini be making some choices. Bimini,
0: yeah. It was it's a it's a rough photo it went around twitter and i'm like it's kind of funny that's what it looks like it does okay let's do it wow wow i'm
1: going to be completely quiet so everyone can hear
0: Ew, a lot of mouth noises
1: yeah i know I get enough of that from my children. (laughs) Don't eat it from an adult. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Jazz does this.
0: One of my daughters. You. He says her her name a million times.
1: She makes this noise that she's like.
0: Oh, stop.
1: (laughs) Please stop immediately. I
0: had a friend that was, uh, when I was in college, that I uh always extremely avoided eating with her because she would chew just with her mouth slightly open so it's always just like a... why i don't know but it was just just the ever so slightest
1: but she chewed on the side so it was like
0: but she would only eat like little bits at a time just very small amounts
1: that also pisses me off. Yeah, and I was just like... Finish your goddamn eat food. Eat your
0: food! And so I'd be, like, fully done and, like, trying to study next to her or whatever, and she'd be like... Stop! You're doing I it. I know. I couldn't stand it. You're doing it. I'm telling myself to stop. Because it's gross.
1: I think that all people should only eat soft foods now. So only just, I'm allowed to eat crunchy foods. Oh, so
0: they can gum it? Yeah. And I feel like... Soft foods is somehow worse. If, if someone's crunching something, it's like that's actually kind of funny. Like it oh, makes you think it, it's funny? It kind of makes that makes me giggle that's a little like,
1: bit. So you want all of your comedians to come on stage and just eat chips,
0: uh, like pork cracklins. I want
1: them to come <laughs> on stage and eat fried chicken. Just
0: potato chips and <laughs> that one
1: cracked mainstream. really good. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's
0: good comedy. It's that's, funny that's good comedy because it's true. It is. It is. I like that.
1: Wow. What's That's the deal be with like, that airplane food? I know. <laughs> Relatable
0: content. Oh, man. Literally. Uh, what you been thinking about?
1: Uh, lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Existential things.
0: Oh, yeah, specifically?
1: Turning 31. This
0: is 31. Wow. Cursive. This is 31. This is 31. Uh, did I... I feel like I've told this on the podcast already. Whenever we went to the river a few... The river! The river a few weeks ago. Uh, and by a few weeks ago, that was May. Oof. Um, time
1: goes by a lot quicker now and i don't like
0: it time goes by so slowly Do You
1: remember when you were a kid and you'd be like no oh <laughs> nope. a lot of, Blacked drugs. Out for all of that. <laughs> that was a
0: different situation
1: like if you were 15 you were like i'm never gonna be 16 mm-hmm. and learn how to drive yeah and i'm like it's my birthday this year or like when I was 16. I wonder if for, for next summer, we're going to be doing this. Oh, I got to start planning for that now. It's going to be right around the corner. Yeah.
0: I mean, I always was like, this is weird to me, but I fully was like, oh, I always wanted a beard and like to be an adult and like uh, just be older. And now I'm like,
1: stop. this is bad. I, this is this
0: is the bad place. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Or my my favorite thing was uh, summer times. During the summer, I was always like, man, summer's just going by so fast. Now I'm like, it's fucking hot. Yeah. Turn the AC down. Like, like is it December again? <laughs> yes. Can
1: it always be December?
0: Just October. October is like a really good spot because sometimes it's a little warm, sometimes a little chilly. No, you I get, don't
1: want it to be cold. No, I don't want that. I'm like, Thomas, we're moving to Canada.
0: But see, I the thing that I have... We're moving m- to
1: Northwest Territories. Oh, ooh, oof. None of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll vacation in the winter. Yes. In... <laughs> Texas. Uh, yeah, there you go.
0: Here, just when it's like nice 40 degrees down here, uh, rarely 50. We'll say 50 instead. Um, what Damn. I have a problem with. I don't like excuse that. Excuse me, is that <laughs> I know that was weird. Uh, I had a bubble in my throat. Oh. Uh, is that I really like the long daylight hours. I just hate the absolute just ungodly heat.
1: I no. I also love. Short days. Oh, absolutely I want not. it to be dark. Getting Starting getting dark at 5 o'clock.
0: No, because I like having it light out until almost 9 o'clock.
1: Oh, no, I don't like it. Oh, I don't I want it to be dark so that I can turn on my scary movies. I'm not a child myself. of the
0: dark. Oh, well, see, I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary things. I don't like the dark. <laughs> I'm scared of the dark still. Oh, my
1: God! <laughs> I watched a movie last night called Sorority Row, mm-hmm. where all of the I've sorority of sisters were killed. Yeah. By a murderous house mother and her ill begotten son was that ted bundy no lots of tits though
0: mm-hmm. i bet you really like that whoa so many tits i'm
1: really into 80s horror right now because horror of, yeah 80s whores
0: wait i thought sorority row is the one that just came out like like within the past 10 years
1: oh no it's from 1982 there's uh, i think there's a new one too there had but, been a new one but the 1982 is the original And it apparently stars a woman. Yeah, 2009.
0: That was uh, 13 years ago. But what?
1: Uh, It stars a woman that has since become a real housewife.
0: It has a woman on it?
1: Yeah. And I saw her
0: tits. (laughs) And now she's a real housewife. She is. How wonderful. And they were showing tits in the
1: 80s? They sure were. Was that allowed? I was encouraged. Oh.
0: Hey, you gonna take your shirt off? Don't not you really. Dare
1: fucking be gay, you <laughs> disgusting homosexual. Here, look at this woman's Look at tits. these tits before
0: she dies. <laughs> and these oh, are life bringers. The music for... Oh, well, so this was released on September 11th of 2009. Uh, the music for this was by uh, Lucian Piani. Oh, <laughs> Making me laugh so hard I'm about to tear up. It's, uh, Funny because we don't like him anymore because he was such an avid Bernie supporter in 2016 that when Hillary won the, uh, the nomination, he became a Trump supporter. And that's why RuPaul fired him from everything.
1: I have a your yeah mama joke for him. Okay. His mama's so strong, she could gargle peanut butter.
0: Peanut, 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 peanut.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't think that was funny? I laughed really hard at that. Yeah. Your mama's so strong, she could gargle peanut butter. Not a, a yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> his mom was so fat that when they married her, the Earth became round. Okay, let me get some of the other ones. See those <laughs> ones are gonna go off. Yeah.
0: Did you just uh, get reminded of Yo Mama jokes?
1: No, they were on Reddit today
0: for Lucian piani
1: for all, or people. just anyone? Okay, let's see. I'm right? excited let's and see, nervous. Let's see. Let's see let's Let's, let's, see, see, let's, see, let's, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Is Coco sitting on Kennedy? No, they're back-to-back. Oh. B2B.
0: Oh, he was on a pillow. I I fully was like, um, that seems uh dangerous. <laughs>
1: am, am I gonna... I, let me just search. Me am, me I gonna,
0: search. Uh, am I gonna... Am I gonna... Um... What was I going to say? Something. Oh, I'm going to be put in charge of uh, designing shirts at the gym, which is going Ooh, to be okay. uh, well, Ugh. potentially. I don't want to say that, that that is set in stone, um, but that'll be like a uh, a choice, a choice. Yeah, for for owner. <laughs> Oops. Anyways, your mama jokes.
1: Your mama's so ugly when she go to the beach, even the tugboats stop whistling.
0: Stop. Your mama's
1: so fat, her blood type is ragu. <laughs> your mama's so fat when she left the house in heels and came home with flip flops. I don't get that one. She left the house in heels and she came home with flip flops because she's fat. She wore down the heel. Huh. Anyways, your mama's so dumb, it took her nine months to make a mistake. <laughs> Damn. Yo mama so fat, when she rocks, she rolls. (laughs) Yo mama so fat, it takes her two trips to haul ass. (laughs) Ah. Yo mama so fat, she sat on the rainbow and Skittles fell out. What? (laughs) Yo mama so fat, when she fell, I didn't laugh, but the sidewalk cracked up. Stop. Ah. Yo mama's teeth are so yellow, when she yawns, traffic slows down. Oh my
0: god. (laughs)
1: She's so ugly, the Terminator saw her and said, I won't be back. Yeah. You're, oh. Oh. Your mother is so ugly, it affects her self-esteem. <laughs> That's
0: a little on the nose. <laughs>
1: Your mama's so fat, when she lies lie on the beach, volunteers come and push her back in the ocean. <laughs> Your mama's so pussy so dry, the crabs drive around in dune buggies. Oh
0: my god. <laughs>
1: Your mama's so fat when her cheeks clap, it created the big bang. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Your mama so dumb, she thought a quarterback was a refund.
0: <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. We like those. Look at those. Classic. Uh, I think
1: my favorite is. <laughs> Your mother is so ugly, it affects her self-esteem. Because <laughs> that's just
0: <laughs> blatantly on the nose. Like, yeah, yeah, if she's
1: ugly. It's true. It's true. I'm
0: ugly and I'm proud. SpongeBob? No? No? No, me. should be proud okay.
1: of you. Nobody, you went to daycare? My, Nobody cared about you during the day. My mama's so
0: dumb, she ain't even proud of me. No, that didn't work. Hey,
1: hold on, I'll give you another one. Oh, God. Uh, your mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. <laughs> <laughs> your mama's so big, the National Weather Service names her farts.
0: <laughs> Damn. In in Houston, that's a bad joke. <laughs> Turn into hurricane.
1: Yo mama's so fat, her shadow weighs 42 pounds. <laughs> yo mama's so ugly when she played Mortal Kombat, Scorpion says, Stay over there. Yeah. Uh, okay. And that's all I want.
0: All right. You just want classic yo mama jokes?
1: Right now? Yeah.
0: It's all the rage? I'm easy to please. How did you jump back into that? Is because you were on Reddit? Yeah. Hmm. Classic.
1: Reddit informs me of what my personality should be like.
0: Mm -hmm. Because it learns things from me? Yeah. That's what people say about TikTok. Also, this is what they say about the Twitter algorithm. Today I got suggested uh, to follow Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz as Senator, uh, Ron DeSantis, Fox News, The Blaze, and... um, What did you like? I have no idea. What was the last one? Um, Oh, Donald Trump Jr. And I was like... I... What? Why would you suggest any of this to me? While well, I'm sitting here liking all these things about reproductive rights and shit, like I must have like liked someone's response to one of them, because it was probably something shitty, and it was like, oh, well, you like Ted Cruz. You should probably follow him, right? Um, no, <laughs> I
1: know what it is. You, you liked some tweet about the Zodiac Killer. Did I? You must have. Oh, okay. Ted I Cruz is, is a Zodiac
0: Killer. He is a Zodiac Killer. Looks just like him. Um... You're absolutely right. Maybe that's what it was, but I was okay. like, um, and
1: it's like, oh, you like the killer?
0: You, ooh, well, what let me go ahead and other show you that are killing Americans, uh, destroying the uh, the entire world. Honestly, um, bringing down the United States. So I was like, um, yeah. So I blocked all of them. They're like, hey, just a reminder, fuck off. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Don't ever show up on my screen again.
1: You ugly. Ugly bitch. You
0: ugly. You ugly slut. What's what's that? Um... Never mind.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. You want to talk about our actual podcast? What
0: about our sponsor?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> we gotta <to> do that. <laughs> Make- recent Gallup polls have shown that Americans are reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the <laughs> highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress, hor- stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can pick- quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But, what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? The anxiety? Big Bones has a solution. CBT has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil. their bones, Their bones may (laughs) offer some (laughs) relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. BigBones <laughs> offers free shipping on all orders over $25. And you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. BigBones is LGBTQ, LGBTQ owned and operated. And it's based in Houston, Texas. <laughs> and they recently won an award. Yes, I did Houston see that. Medical yes. For the... the Best in the city. <laughs> Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP mm-hmm. or want to support small businesses? Small? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress Street in Austin. Baked Bones! Whoa! <laughs> 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 It's a transformative mm. voice.
0: Very transformative. It transcends uh, genres. 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 Yeah. D- should uh, should we talk about... <laughs> should we talk about
1: spoopy things? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I'm going to go first. No. Okay. Well, you went first last week, so I'm going to go first this time. I
1: know, I, know you, I know when you do.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to be talking... Oh, no, no. First of all... We have offic- officially, officially finished Tier 3. three. Wait. Tier 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are now moving on to Tier 4. <laughs> Stupid. Um, in our iceberg of uh, depraved serial killers. Is depraved. that what it is? Depraved. Depraved. D-depraved.
1: I think I've discovered what it is. Okay. It's like children killers. children, kid stuff.
0: Uh, Bad this thing guy two kids. D- mostly did not kill children.
1: Okay. Well, it's my working theory. Okay. And until you finish the story, it's still my working
0: theory. Okay. Well, for the tier four, I feel like tier three was um, like cannibals and eating things. We had a lot of that in tier three. Except the Axeman was in that one, wasn't it? No. Yes. Axeman in New Orleans, but I he mean, didn't eat people.
1: Well, the, the the theory behind icebergs is, as you get further down, the more uh, uh n- 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 more the, the, more, the less people know about them. Oh, so hmm. there's some some tie hmm. between all of these people, and the ones at the bottom are just more infamous, not not famous,
0: hmm. unfamous,
1: unfamous. <laughs>
0: Infamous? It's going to go
1: notorious, but they're all notorious, and they're oh, all infamous. Hmm. Less well known.
0: Unfamous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to be talking about Herbert Mullen today.
1: You, you you, sneaky bitch. What? You switched it up. You said you were going to do somebody else.
0: No. I. So the message?
1: A... No, you said somebody else. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Well, I didn't read your message, though. <laughs> I, I said... didn't read your message Her- at all. Herbert
0: Mullen, right?
1: I, for some reason, I read Leonard.
0: Leonard Skinnard.
1: Leonard Lakes is
0: another one. <laughs> a lot of pineapple. Yes, we lot got of it. You, you, you're right. I'm always right. I just have to be big sure. big fat bitch. And Judy Judson Hooker. Yeah, I said Herbert Mullen. Okay. Just double checking. Because sometimes I go crazy. Because I am crazy. I'm crazy. You're crazy girl. So, <sighs> Herbert Mullen was born in uh, April of 1947 in California. Uh, he had a stern father and a distant mother... Uh, that's all we'd get from there. Uh, family moved to San Francisco with an apostrophe. Where? I don't know. After the N? No, after the O. Okay. San Francisco.
1: No, it's, it's a, depo- it's, it's supposed to be San francisco <laughs> Oh,
0: Francisco, she better don't. Yeah, but the apostrophe is like, uh-huh. oh, it's, I'm shortening oh. it down.
1: Bitch, I don't got time today. I
0: don't, I, I don't, got time. I'm just letting you know it there, okay? Um, so they moved when he was at the age of five, and according to his friends at school, he was even voted most likely to succeed at the age of sixteen. Good for Good him! Good for him! Let's uh, see how
1: it panned out. So crazy!
0: Uh, I think this might have been where he peaked. To be honest.
1: Well, I could name a people, some people that peaked people. in high school.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. You. I don't think he even peaked there. I think like.
1: No, that was your peak.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's been
1: all downhill since then. It really
0: has. And I've been, like, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after graduation, one of his best friends died in a car accident uh, in 1965, which apparently devastated him. 65, okay. Yes.
1: I'm, I'm placing myself in the era right now.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's, like, 17 or 18 at this point. And um, wear oversized
1: suits. Yeah, like maybe to sit on a bench and read the newspaper.
0: Well, when his friend died, he built a shrine in his room, and oh, began uh, delving into and became obsessed with the idea of reincarnation.
1: It's not going to be gay, is it? No, it's not gay. Okay,
0: good. No, not gay. Um, so it was also around this time so that why he, is he
1: obsessed with this man.
0: I think he. Uh, Well, let me finish this next sentence. Uh, Around this time, that he also began expressing and suffering from symptoms of paranoid schizophrenic disorder. Okay. So he was, yeah, I don't know. Dealing with. Dealing with his own internal demons. Yes. Um, so he was admitted to a state mental hospital in 1969. Oh, and that escalated. Then, <laughs> then over the next few years, he would be committed to five different mental hospitals. Uh, however, he was always discharged for not being a threat to himself or to others. Uh, he, they were always like, no, you're fine. Like, get back at it, you know? Uh, so he was officially diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Uh In his mid-twenties, which was usually exacerbated by his use of LSD and marijuana. God. The devil's lettuce. The
1: devil's lettuce.
0: Always bad, you know? So in 1972, he was uh, 25 at this point, moved back in with his parents uh, in the mountains outside of Santa Cruz, California, uh, so his birthday was April eighteenth, which was the anniversary of the nineteen oh six San Francisco earthquake, which was a like the great earthquake that basically destroyed all of San Francisco. Uh, which he found to be a very significant event, even though it happened forty years before he was done, born. Forty. So he was years like before talking born. about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I really just don't like my boss. Hey guys, I just wanted to tell you really quick.
0: Let's talk the about the San earthquake. Francisco
1: earthquake. been really my crazy. Birthday. It's
0: so crazy. Uh, so he believed that the Vietnam War, uh, which was ending at this point, had produced uh, enough American fatalities and deaths to hold off future earthquakes because the deaths were apparently a blood sacrifice to nature.
1: I like where this is going.
0: Yeah. So the war was winding down by late 1972, at least from the American side of things. So he believed that since the war was born on the anniversary. Oh I'm sorry. Believe that since he was born on the anniversary of the great 1906 earthquake Logical. that he needed to start killing people in order to have enough deaths to keep the calamitous earthquake away.
1: That is the that is definitely the next move that, that needs to be it needs to happen.
0: Say hey, there was an earthquake that happened uh, at this point almost 70 years ago and then uh, we went to
1: war mm-hmm. and now it's almost over so the earthquakes going to come back. Gotta get some souls. I have to earthquake. kill people
0: for the earth to prevent this from happening. That's the only reason. He's so
1: really got it. He's he's on. To he's something. on to
0: something here. So it was for this reason that he later said that his father, through telepathy, <laughs> had ordered him to take some lives.
1: Yes, <clears throat> yes, and he didn't want to clarify that verbally. No. Okay. Well, he
0: does. Hold on, I'll get there. Uh, so on October thirteenth of 19- oh, nineteen, kill his parents. No. On October 3rd of 1972, Mullen smashed a a 55-year-old homeless person—I'm sorry. uh, Unhoused. Unhoused person named Lawrence Whitney White, uh, probably my relative somewhere, smashed his head in with a baseball bat uh, when the uh, unhoused person looked at the engine of his 58 Chevy station wagon. Uh, Mullen had apparently pulled off and pretended to have car trouble— and popped the hood, and he offered to help fix his car in exchange for a ride. Uh, so he dragged, once he smashed his head in, dragged White's body into the woods, and his body was found the next day. Mullen later claimed this victim looked like Jonah from the Bible and sent him telepathic messages saying, Hey man, pick me up and throw me over the boat. Kill me so that others will be saved. What boat? I mean, the a theoretical the boat. boat, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's Jonah...
1: I don't like the biblical intonations that we're starting
0: here. <laughs> That's pretty much the only one. Um, so, his next victim... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, his next victim, um, after his father apparently sent also telepathic uh, Directed him telepathically to kill another victim as a sacrifice uh, and also to test a hypothesis that was created telepathically uh, that the environment was being rapidly polluted and an earthquake was nigh. Mm. <laughs> So similar
1: veins but not the same. Yeah. Cookie?
0: No. So the victim was a female hitchhiker named Mary Margaret Goofoyle. Uh she uh, Yeah, crazy. Kimberly? Gold Kimber- Gold? Yeah, they were probably My right. best has yet. <laughs> to come. And
1: then her head goes all the What?
0: Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh she was 24 years old uh, that he picked up on the highway. Uh I feel like that's why everyone nowadays is like don't hitchhike because uh Kimberly
1: Goldfoyle could get in your
0: car. You, She might get in your car. That's the wor- The scariest part. That's a jump scare. You ever see like pictures of like Republicans every once in a while like, oh, God. Like j- like we we're just scrolling through Twitter. Like, oh, God, stop. No. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's, they- uh, they're just scary looking. Josh Hawley. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Why is his
1: face so long? It's
0: a- <laughs> He's got a horse face. Um. So he stabbed her through the chest while he was driving. Uh. He cut her abdomen open once he got, well, I don't know where he was. No, he was out in the woods. Um, cut her abdomen open in order to test his hypothesis of pollution. Uh, he took all of her organs out, examined them, and draped them on nearby branches so that he could see them better to see if there was pollution. Uh, her skeletonized body was found uh, after several months. So he took out all of her organs because he was worried that they were polluted. So he needed well, to see.
1: why wouldn't you just keep them in there? I
0: don't know. Um, Murdering and driving? Well, I, I think he'd stabbed her. But yes, he stabbed her while he was driving.
1: They should have those, those roadside signs that you can program. And they say, like, don't drink really and drive. Find a ride. Don't murder and drive Don't you murder. <laughs> don't you do it.
0: <laughs> don't murder and drive. That's bad. Yeah, they probably should. Just like a little green sign. Don't murder and drive. Oh, keep, I think they're blue.
1: Keep Susan alive.
0: Uh huh. Don't murder and drive. Or the the ones that they always pro is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about like the actual signs. No. Because they have those blue signs that say the same thing. Uh but
1: yeah. It's like, like Santa's watching. Don't speak. Don't speed <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Like Santa would think it would it would be kick ass because
0: that speed that bitch speeds the fastest All around over the, fucking, the world. fucking world in one fucking night. Absolutely not.
1: Santa is a speed demon.
0: Uh huh. Speed racer. Um. So on November second of 1972, he decided to vocalize his uh instructions from his father telepathically for, for well to his father. No. The telepathic instructions that his father was giving him, he decided to vocalize them to someone. So...
1: This is my dad's been telling me in a <clears throat>
0: He went to a Catholic priest... Is, and where
1: con- is his dad? What is his dad doing? He's just, like, uh, living his life?
0: Uh, he's living in his home. In his, he's living in his dad's home. So... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so he had his doubts about the appropriateness of his father's instructions, so he decided to go see a Catholic priest in a confessional booth at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Los Gatos. Um, he... The Cats. Yes. He recounted that the, uh, Father Henry Tomei, who had been a member of the French Resistance during World War II, and a music director at the Archdiocese of Marseille. Marseille. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to, uh...
1: I am proud of you for giving the double L's as a Y noise, though. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Marcelli's! Marcelli! Um, so he apparently said, well, I mean, the, the priest told me telepathically that, that he wanted to volunteer be, to be the next sacrifice. No, sorry. He recounted later that he said the priest distinctly told him he wanted to be the next sacrifice, which uh, I highly doubt. So apparently upon hearing this in his mind, um, he kicked open the confessional box and... Uh, and then kicked, hit, and stabbed Tomei, who then laid bleeding to death in the confessional, while a parishioner watched Mullen roll away. Uh, roll away, run away. Um, the parishioner apparently ran to go get help, but the witness description uh, that he gave was tall and thin and a man.
1: Very, very uh,
0: descriptive. It did not help the investigation. Was it much. me? <laughs>
1: tall and thin and a man.
0: They got one of those right.
1: Oh I got all three Which one is
0: it? Tall <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that happened And I just scrolled Way the fuck up. Why did that happen? Uh, so Mullen apparently attempted To join the Marines Around January of 1973 Looking for a way To conduct his supposed mission uh, Legally So to go and kill people As blood sacrifices Legally Because he could do that in the Army. Well, Marines, sorry. But in the U.S. forces. Um, But he apparently refused to sign a copy of his criminal record, and so the Marines withdrew their offer. I have never once heard of an offer being withdrawn from (laughs) From the the armed forces. Well, any of them. (laughs) To be like, no, I'm sorry. Like... We can't ah, take. You. I can't do that. <laughs> what? Uh, so in uh, by January of 1973, Mullen had decided to stop using drugs and blamed them for all of his problems. Uh, yeah, which the drugs then led to him in early January of 1973, driving to a remote area of cabins where he thought that one of his former teammates from high school, uh, who had given him his first marijuana to smoke, might live. His first marijuana.
1: In cabins.
0: In a remote area in California.
1: (laughs) It's where he lives. Yeah. Full time.
0: Well, yes, uh, he actually does. (laughs) Oh! Uh, But he got the wrong house. So the woman who answered the door that he went to, uh, her name was Kathy Francis. And Francis said the man that he wanted to see lived down the road. Um, so, in Mullen's memory, she apparently insisted upon this interaction that her and her kids, David, aged nine, and uh, Damon, uh, aged four, uh, would like to volunteer to be the blood sacrifices. So, he killed them for, all with a pistol.
1: For the friend from high school?
0: Well, just to be blood sacrifices in general for uh, his mission to, to, to quell prevent, the earthquakes. Correct. To prevent the earthquakes and stop pollution. Yeah, because uh, that was added on as well. Oh. <clears throat> Investigate the pollution. Uh, so Mullen then knocked on the door of his teammates' home, and the teammate was an, an, unable mm. to answer why he had ruined...
1: Did he kill those people?
0: Yeah, he killed the girl and, 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 her, kids? and her kids, yeah, with a pistol. Wow. Uh, so then he went to the next house, uh, and the teammate answered and was unable to answer why he had ruined, M- the question of why he had ruined Mullen's life, uh, with an early toke of pot. So, Mullen shot him. <laughs> uh, the dying man then crawled to his bathroom in an attempt to tell his wife to lock the bathroom door, but Mullen broke down the door and then shot her, fatally shot her as well. Um, uh, so, the police thought that the deaths in both of these homes were drug-related because this was kind of like a... Druggy uh, area. Druggy area, yeah. Uh, so, they did not suspect that they were connected to the priest's death or the two murders of the hitchhikers. Uh, so, about a month later, on February 10th of 1973, Mullen was hiking in the state park of Santa Cruz when he encountered four teenage boys named Robert Spector, age 18, Ryan Scott Card, age 19, David Ollicker, uh, age 18, and Mark Drybelbees. Age fifteen.
1: Dry bell bees.
0: Dry dribble drablebees. How's yeah. it spelled? It's German. It's d r e i b e l b e i s. Dry drablebees. Drablebees.
1: That sounds like Davis.
0: What? Davis. Mark Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were apparently camping illegally. So uh... he walked over to them, engaged in a brief conversation, and claimed to be a park ranger. He told them to leave because they were, according to Mullen, polluting the forest. Uh, however, they shoot him away and stayed in the tent. That didn't work out well. Because the next day, Mullen returned and shot all four of them in the head with a twenty two caliber, killing them. So when Mullen had finished, he took the twenty their twenty two caliber rifle and twenty dollars. Yay! Ooh. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Got All your right. gun 70s. and twenty bucks. Yeah, so I know. by what? A car. A car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even a house. Uh, the next thing, uh, the next killing happened before the bodies of his previous victims were even found. Later that week, uh, it occurred as Mullen was driving firewood in his station wagon. He noticed his victim, a seventy two year old retired uh, uh, firefighter um, and fishmonger. Love a monger. I know. I love a fishmonger. Named Fred Abby Perez, uh, working in his garden in Santa Cruz, Mullen did a U-turn, came back down the street, stopped, put the rifle across the hood of his car, and shot him once in the heart. He committed this killing in full sight of the dead man's neighbor who got Mullen's license plate. A few minutes after the description was broadcast on the police radio, uh, a docile Mullen was ordered to pull over and was arrested by a patrolman. In his car was the 22 caliber pistol that he had used to kill the people in the cabins. Uh, And then he also did not attempt to use the recently fired 22 caliber rifle on the seat next to him. So he was apparently like, I mean, I did what I needed to do. Like...
1: (laughs) Thank me because the earthquakes aren't coming.
0: I mean, I killed that man in his garden. Everything's fine,
1: right? Like um, literally, just stopped the car, pulled over, shot a guy. Yeah, and then it, like I'm
0: imagining something like this: like you're out. Don't you're re- you dare imagine okay. that
1: on my street.
0: Okay, on the next street over, someone's out in their garden and you know tending to it, and someone just ooh ooh, u turns, puts a gun on the, the hood and just like like what the fuck? That's what is so freaky about this case because this is all stuff that like. This, I mean, camping and someone just, just you get, get of pissed off at you and then just comes and shoots you. Exactly. Like, immediate, just, you have no idea that it's happening. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, besides the, the hitchhikers, which little on the nose there, because it's the 70s. It happened to a lot of serial in the 70s. But, like, at any point, you just walking on the street. Oh, I don't like you. Dead. Um...
1: Gotta move out into the middle of the woods and oh, never yeah. talk to anyone ever again.
0: Well, I mean, even the cabins in, in remote. <laughs> he found them.
1: Underground. Uh, yeah, and go to Agartha.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, so the police apparently had suffered from linkage blindness at the time of Mullen's murders due to several oh, factors. i what? It was called linkage blindness. Oh, they can't connect all Yeah, they stuff. weren't able to connect them because first, the murders did not appear to be connected by a similar weapon or M.O. So there was guns and knives and... I mean, he was... One of them ended up with their organs all, all over, like, the, the woods. One of them ended up in the woods. Others, like, they were all just random. Secondly, the victims differed from each other in terms of age, race, and sex. I mean, the youngest one was four, and the oldest one was in his 70s. So it, you got men, women, children. You had everyone. Uh, finally, there was also Edmund Kemper, uh, who was a serial killer that I've researched, actually, within the past, like, few weeks Um, who would kill his last of his own eight victims just weeks earlier, was operating in approximately the same area at the same time. So Mm -hmm. he had his own situation. And then all these deaths were also happening. So it was like, ooh, we cannot figure this out. Um, So Mullen had committed his murder spree of 13 victims in just over four months. So from the, like, October of 1972 to February, beginning of February of 1973. Like, that's his, he killed 13 people. Which is crazy. So, uh, Santa Cruz District Attorney's Office charged Mullen with 10 murders, and Mullen's trial opened on July 30th of 1973. He stated in custody that he had murdered, uh, had committed his crimes only in an attempt to save the environment. Um, Mullen had admitted to all the crimes, and therefore the trial focused on whether he was legally sane, which under U.S. law means that he understood the nature and quality of his actions uh, and understood right from wrong. So whether or not he... Was fit to uh, be in jail. Uh, The fact that he had covered his tracks and shown premeditation in some of his crimes was highlighted by the prosecutor, while the defense argued that Mullen's delusions made him killed. On August 19th of 1973, after 14 hours of deliberation, Mullen was found guilty of first-degree murder of the killings of Jim uh, Guinera and Kathy Francis, which were the ones that were out in the woods, uh, because they were deemed premeditated. And then the other eight eight, eight counts of secondary murder in the other killings, because they were considered impulse by the jury. Mullen was convicted of the 10 murders at the age of 26 years old. Uh, Yeah. He was sentenced to life imprisonment in the Santa Cruz County Jail. Uh, I'm sorry, in the San in. That's not right. It doesn't matter. I don't know what I wrote. Um, and then was has been denied a parole eight times since 1980. He is still incarcerated at the age of 75. Yeah. So as I mentioned. Edmund Kimper was another killer uh, in California that I discussed before, uh, was also active at the same time as Mullen in 1972 and 1973 in the Santa Cruz area, which led to issues for the police in solving cases uh, and led to 21 victims during that time span. So those are 13 from, excuse me, from uh, Mullins. Mullen and then uh, eight from uh, the other guy. The Edmund West Kipper. Coast
1: was not a good place to be. No, not in the 70s.
0: Geez. Yeah, 70s and 80s apparently just like California. Because, I mean, we had Richard Ramirez. We had Ted Bundy. We had... Uh, the Zodiac. Uh, uh, What's-his-face at John Wayne Gacy? Wasn't he in California, too?
1: No. No, he was, was in Wisconsin. was in Illinois. No, uh, Milwaukee.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, but, I mean, still. I mean, we had all those serial killers. I mean, I've done a number of serial killers that were in, in the West Coast. So... Uh, the two apparently shared an, adjoining cabins at one point. Oh, uh, like, so se- or adjoining cells, not cabins. Uh, adjoining cells. Uh, so, uh, Kimper apparently very much disliked Mullen, uh, believing that He's he- like,
1: you stole my gig. He,
0: he apparently believed that he killed for no reason.
1: <laughs> um, but I was like, Kimper,
0: you killed for no reason. <laughs> like... Uh,
1: No, Mullen's killed for a reason. He thought he was saving the environment.
0: At least he thought he was saving things. But yeah, Kemper apparently recalled in an interview, quote, Well, Mullen had a habit of singing and bothering people when somebody tried to watch TV, so I threw water on him to shut him up. Then when he was a good boy, I'd give him some peanuts. Herbie liked peanuts. That was effective because pretty soon he asked permission to sing. That's called behavior modification treatment. So this guy was psycho in jail still, too. Kemper. Uh, So Kemper would describe Mullen as having, quote, a lot of pain inside, he had a lot of anguish inside, he had a lot of hate inside, and it was addressed to people he didn't even know because he didn't dare do anything to people he knew. In that same interview, Kimper called Mullen a kindred spirit there due to their similar past of being institutionalized. According to Kimper, he would use his own experiences as a killer, such as shooting bottles and cans, imagining they were people, and the ways the bodies of their respective victims would react in their final moments, to talk to and get in Mullen's head. So basically, they bonded over killing. Uh, killing people and, and remembering the way it looked exactly when they were killing remembering the feeling and what it looked like when they were killing yes exactly um so kimber said that he told mullen herbie i know what happened don't give me that bullshit about earthquakes and don't give me that crap about god was telling you uh, i i says you couldn't be talking to me now if god talking to you because of the pressure i'm putting on you right now These little shocking insights into what you did, God would start talking to you right now if you were that kind of ill, because I grew up with people like that. So Kemper, I guess, kind of liked bonding with Mullen, but apparently disliked him in general. But regardless, I just thought it was creepy hearing more about Kemper and like how he, while in jail, was like, well... Let me go and manipulate this other serial killer that also killed people in the same place that I was killing people. Like it was just creeping me, so I had to share that.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: I like that he had, he was trying to save the environment.
0: Yes, good for him trying to stop earthquakes and save the the environment.
1: Going about it in the wrong way,
0: definitely absolutely. the wrong way, um, absolutely the wrong way,
1: really wrong, really wrong way, a lot of
0: wrong things. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right.
0: All right. We're We're doing it.
1: it. We're doing it. Am I going to start talking or are you taking a long break? I might need a longer break. You fucking cunt. (laughs) Although, if you ask that one lady who, like, pees in a cup and then puts it in her eye.
0: Oh, my God. um, Is that the same lady lady who also did the the pee enemas, too? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Everything, because she thought it cured her eye cancer, and then didn't she die?
1: Well, I don't know. I think she died. I would imagine, though. Yeah. Pretty certain she died. There was this <clears throat> uh, Today I Fucked Up on Reddit that I read the title of and uh, did not want to read the rest of, because, well, no, the Today I Fucked Up was, Today I Fucked Up by being lazy. and I was like, what? This could be so many directions, so I clicked on it and then I was like, "14 mm, paragraphs. Let me go to the TLDR." Yes. So the TLDR was, "You fucking moron."
0: <laughs> I overreacted because I thought I knocked that over and knocked that over and said, "Which is
1: fine." Got lazy and ended up bear grillessing my pee. And I didn't want to further. Uh, Elaborate Got
0: lazy As in like You didn't want to get up From your couch And drank your own piss
1: That's what I am in. That's what I got from it
0: That's what I'm getting From that too I
1: And I can't tell you Any more about it Because I did not Read the article Good
0: I don't Want to know anymore
1: I would like to Anyways I think he drank his pee Yeah I'm gonna live in Blissful ignorance On that one Blissful Blissful Blissy
0: Blissy it's a Pokemon. It is. It is. do be like that.
1: Sometimes do be do.
0: be Happini, Chansey, oh. Blissey.
1: I would like to talk about some stuff. Uh huh. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, gay stuff. Clifford Olson. Let's talk about gay stuff. Our spoopy podcast. Woo woo. <laughs> um. So, Robert or Clifford Olson was Canadian. Oh yeah, so that's why. Cheers to ca-
0: can-, can Canada! Yeah. What the fuck was that? It's still there. Is it my phone?
1: I don't think it's mine.
0: No, it was. I just got a got a text message. Uh, my phone wasn't even close to it. I heard it. I that's heard what, what it says. Crazy. It says beep, the, beep, 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 "Hey beep. Chris,
1: you big fat.
0: <laughs> you you big fat bitch. This message <laughs> for Chris. You big <laughs> fat, nasty <laughs> smelling fat, fat white bitch." bitch. <laughs> Why are you take me off the motherfucking schedule, you fat
1: bitch? So we went on vacation with these other families, uh-huh. and one of the women's name was Rachel. Oh boy! And every if you call her this message one, for Rachel. Thomas said it one time, and then I was like, "Great!" Now every time I talk to her, I'm gonna be saying that. And so this message is for Rachel. You big fat smelly, <laughs> nasty, white bitch. Why you took me off the motherfucking schedule with your trifling? Every single braces, time you talk to her, <laughs> you big fat bitch. I would do that whole spiel, and then I'd be like, "Anyways." How are so, you? How's your morning? How's, it how's, going? how's your
0: morning coffee going?
1: Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, you want to, you ready to get on these go carts? we going to
0: go do some things or like, what's the, what's the vibe? What's the situation? Are you mad at me now? You know.
1: So, you know, uh, Clifford Olsen was a bastard. Oh, um, yeah. And he, I feel like,
0: every person we talk about is a bastard.
1: We really. We really, really do. He was a New Year's Day baby. Aww. Uh, in 1940, the eldest child of Clifford and Leona, uh, Clifford Jr. grew up in a small house near the Pacific National Exhibition grounds. Uh, his dad delivered milk in those days, and was was last one of the last ones to drive a horse-drawn milk cart. Uh, Wait, what year was he born? 1940. <laughs> And
0: he was still driving a horse-drawn milk cart in what year? The sixties, the
1: fifties, 50s, forties. 50s, and... But it's in British Columbia. In the uh, it's like not Vancouver.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Um, so we're talking about out in the mountains, essentially.
1: Ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so his mom worked as an apartment building manager, uh, or he he was an apartment building. His dad was an apartment building manager as well, and a housekeeper was his mother. Uh, After the, his housekeeper
0: was his mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So after the war, they moved to Richmond, a a suburb of right over
0: here. Yeah, Richmond Avenue.
1: Yeah, Um, it was a housing scheme for returning veterans. Um, Quote: He was always getting into fights and getting beat up. His father said. One day he said, "Dad, I'm going to learn to be a boxer." And as soon as he did, he began making the rounds of the boys who'd beaten him up and started in the e- and started evening the score. Maybe that's his trouble—the chip on his shoulder.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, he began <laughs> to skip class when he was about ten, and he completed up to grade eight and then quit.
0: Oh, that's pretty good education. Yeah.
1: Um, he had two brothers and a, a sister named Sharon, uh, and they were all. Law-abiding middle-class people. Yeah. Um, he was a loner. A, this was very. Uh, I, I read an article, and it was very to the point. They called him a loner and a loser. They called him a loser, I'm which a he loner. was a loser. I'm
0: a loser. I'm a. Uh, well, uh, the next
1: sentence was a perennial failure. I'm a loner. I'm a loser. I'm, I'm a, a perennial, perennial failure. <laughs> Uh, he was jailed for the first time on July 19th, 1957, when he was 17. Over the next 24 years, uh, he chalked up over 100 convictions. Obstructing justice, possession of stolen property, possession of firearms, forgery, false pretenses, fraud, parole violation, impaired driving, theft, breaking in, entering, armed robbery, escape from lawful custody, rape, buggery. Uh, <laughs> and gross indecency. You got, oh, and then
0: you always get the the people that h- end up doing things that like starting at a young ass age cuz you just Andre Chicatillo and he had been doing that for like forever and then you had that one before that that was like fucking shit up and like ra- riding railroads at the age of 8 hey <laughs> stealing fuck shit it up. fuck it up.
1: <laughs> um, he escaped from jail 7 times Uh-oh. uh in 1965 the Vancouver sun reported a search for him on the front page uh, after serving three and a half years in a BC penitentiary for breaking and entering, he fled three guards after he was like, "I'm sick. Hey guys, I'm I'm sick. sick. Can you take oh, me to the hospital? Bye. Fuck it up.
0: <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. Yeah. But also that only uh like only in Canada <laughs> it's like oh yep well he got out again <laughs> like oh that that's not good <laughs> whoops." And and it uh, because Family Guy made a joke about that about being in a Canadian prison where it's like, well, I'm just gonna go out here, and they're like, we'll be back by bedtime.
1: (laughs) See, I picture it like, oh, I'm not feeling well at all. Oh, you're not. Oh, Oh. God, that's not good. (laughs) Here, let's 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 take you down to the medical hall. (laughs) No, it's real bad. We gotta go to a hospital. Oh, really? Okay. Well, come on, get in the car. Psych! Psych, bitches! Drop and roll. Woo! <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, the chase involved dozens of police, and at one point, armed and dangerous Olsen slipped through a closing net of investigators in Vancouver's east end by only seconds. Oh. He spent the night hiding under a bridge. Uh, after a week, he was nabbed in Blaine, Washington, sniffed out by a police dog named Tiger. Aww. They named all of the... They, Specifically, gave the names of the dogs in this article.
0: I love that. The dog's name is Tiger. Yes. <laughs> well, good job, Tiger. Who's a good boy? Um, Probably dead now, but it's fine.
1: Well, yeah. it was the 70s. Yeah, so dogs, absolutely. Dogs don't live 50 years, um, sadly. Border Patrol officers had called for assistance after Olson menaced two teens with a gun in a wooded area straddling the international border. Well, a- West Coast was just not doing good right now. No. About a quarter mile from the Pacific Highway crossing. Officers from four different forces were involved in the final moments for the chase of the 25-year-old fugitive. Quote, he must have lain there... Oh, wait, no, this is... This is, this is Canada. Yeah, no, but it's also Washington oh, State. Oh, okay, well, I feel like... He must have lain there in the leaves three hours with 50 people crisscrossing right through there, said the chief border inspector, A.D. Brandon, at the time. But the dog went straight to him. Oh. On the second time Olson had been caught by... It was the second time Olsen had been caught by a police dog. A year earlier, he was pinned in a thorny tangle of Richmond blackberry bushes by a police dog named Rinty. <laughs> Rinty. R-I-N-T-Y. Rinty. Uh, Olson was freed under a mandatory sur- supervision five times in the 70s. Each time for his behavior, he was landed back behind bars.
0: Oh, uh, man, they got me, Gal.
1: Released in January of 1980, he picked up where he left off and continued on his lifelong crime spree because that's all he knew how to do.
0: Well, because he's been doing it since he was 10 years old.
1: Yeah, things get crazy in the story. Uh, Crazier? Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, crazy is in like really. Yeah. Um, a few months later, after getting out of prison, he seduced a woman named Joan Hale, a locally divorced, a local divorcee who survived a violent, abusive marriage, and they had a, st- a son named Stephen in 1981. Oh, Stephen. Uh, in the midst of Olson killing a bunch of people.
0: Wait, was he back in jail or not? No, he's out of jail. Oh, he's out of jail, okay. Um,
1: and then they married a month later. Oh. After the ceremony, Olsen murdered a teenager. Oh. He said, uh, "The his wife said, she knew nothing about the crimes and presented herself as a victim. He lived off of the, divor- the divorce, 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 D- Divorce settlement and abused her too. She said she refused money from that Olsen extorted from an attorney general because things are going to get crazy.
0: He, he took money from an attorney general.
1: Yeah. Let me let me go. So the article is all kind of over the place, but essentially he killed a lot of people.
0: A lot of people.
1: A lot of people. So he um, killed. Christine Weller, twelve, from Surrey, um, and is be- that
0: in B.C. Mm-hmm. Surrey, oh.
1: British Columbia. Uh, he abducted her on November seventeenth, nineteen eighty. Her body was found more than a month later on Christmas Day. She had been strangled with a belt and stabbed repeatedly. Uh, April sixteenth, nineteen eighty-one. Colleen Marion Danielle, thirteen, vanished. Uh, five months later, her body was found on April twenty-second, nineteen eighty-one. Darren Todd Johnsrud. 16, was abducted and killed. His body was found less than two weeks later. Um, on May 19, 1981, 16-year-old Sandra Wolfsteiner was murdered, and 13-year-old Ada Anita Court was murdered in June 1981. Six victims followed in quick succession in 1981. Simon Partington, 9, was abducted, raped, and strangled on July 2, 1981. Judy Kozma, a 14-year-old from New Westminster, was raped and strangled a week later. Her body was discovered on July 25th near Weaver Lake. The next victims were Raymond King II, 15, abducted on July 23rd, raped and bludgeoned to death. Sigrund Arndt, an 18-year-old German tourist, raped and bludgeoned two days later. Terry Lynn Carson, 15, raped and strangled on July 27th, and Louise Chartrande. Aged 17, the last victim identified, who who died on July 30th, 1981. Is that a dog? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I didn't move, so... Unless it was a chair suddenly squeaking. So he killed all these people. um, And then he... uh, Was out and about, and the police started investigating him. uh, And... He was initially able to elude detection because he he had a reputation of a rat. The cops at first thought of him as a resource, not a suspect, because they had... Because
0: he, his criminal history, so he was trying to, like...
1: He would rat people out in jail.
0: Yeah, so he was getting, like, they he wasn't suspect because he was helping people.
1: Well, no, they, they were like, things are awfully suspicious here, but... Okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah, sorry,
0: sorry. I'm jumping the gun. In
1: 1976, inside the Prince Albert Penitentiary, Olsen was stabbed seven times by a gang of prisoners, angry because he had identified and betrayed uh, the the drug couriers in the prison. Uh, He also provided police with enough information to ensure the conviction of a fellow inmate who raped and mutilated and strangled a nine-year-old girl. Uh, He was apparently... What do I do there? And oh, and I oop. Um, so they were like, "Yeah, you always tell us about all the bat. You you helped convict a man of raping and murdering a nine year old who was in prison with you. Uh-huh. So we take your word with a grain of salt." Yeah. Um. Apparently, he was always revved up on alcohol and pills. Uh.
0: While in prison. No. Oh.
1: When he was murdering. Uh, okay. That was his routine to lure adolescents. He would meet them in video game arcades um, or similar youth hangouts. Uh-huh. What's a youth hangout for you? Uh,
0: like nowadays? A mall. Or like where did, yeah, where did you go in high school?
1: Uh, we would go to restaurants, really. Yeah,
0: we went to Whataburger and then hung out at Walmart we just walk around Walmart. You're trash. We were. But there was nothing close by to us.
1: We'd hang out like at wing places. Wings. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not, my dumb ass, parks. What we should have. Yeah, we did parks too. But what we should have done is gone to like a Mexican food restaurant. And then just chips nonstop. Like yeah. why, why would we not do that? Said we went to whatever in the Walmart.
1: <laughs> Weird.
0: Yeah. Strange.
1: Uh, so he would. He would find them. Adver- he would. Go to places where advert uh, advertisements were posed. Advertisements to young people, such as the uh, bulletin board at the People's Full Gospel Church, where he was a uh, member of the congregation. Oh, okay. Um, he would hand out flashy three D cards that identified him as a construction worker, uh, and then he would conduct brief informal interviews. Uh, where he would identify his potential v- victims, and he would seek out the people who are like, yeah, I could, I could probably murder you. Yeah, you'd go along with whatever I asked. Um, he'd hold out the prospect of a job, give them a ride to a fictitious construction site, and then give them a sip of a Mickey Finn, which is a, a pop with, uh, chloral hydrate, which is a knockout drug. I don't know what which one it is. Um, Once he overpowered the young person, he would engage in sadistic experiments on the children. He drove a three-inch spike into a child's head. He ejected another one with an air embolism, um, and then he talked about them as science experiments and fantasized about fame under the name Silver Hammer Man in a reference to a Beatles song. He ordered their bot or he scattered their bodies from bogs to cranberry fields in the fraser river delta to abandoned quarries and canyons in the coastal mountains he would randomly pick his victims from a similar swath of lower mainland so the lack of coordination among regional police and departments and the rcmp helped him to not get caught um, the career criminal had honed his awareness of police procedures when distraught parents initially So
0: basically they trained him.
1: <laughs> he trained himself. Okay, but he yes. knew their but procedures. Yeah, ex-
0: yeah, because he was also working with them. So yeah. in a way they kind of trained him as well. That it was like, okay, well I know what they're looking for, what they're doing, because they're asking what these kind certain questions. They're see. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean they kind of created their own worst enemy there. <laughs>
1: um so all these parents were like, Well, where, where where's my kid? And um the police police were what did they say, Chris?
0: What the police
1: missing kids, what do they say? Uh,
0: that th- they ran away, ran away,
1: they ran away. Mm hmm, it's always what they say. Uh, it took them a long time to link all the disappearances that occurred in ju- different jurisdictions, but in the end, they were forced to acknowledge the obvious that the number of disappeared was in the double digits. Oh, wow. Um, as the investigation peaked, more than 200 officers were committed to the case. Pressure on the police and pol- politicians to find the children. And the perpetrator was intense. It was this
0: still in Washington or were we back in Canada again?
1: Both. Okay. But mostly Canada. Okay. Um, media was wild about it. Yeah. Cunning killer with blazing eyes, one headline shouted. Hot summer helps slayer elude police, trumped another. Uh, later inquiries uh, identified many problems with the police response. Uh, it was recommended that various independent police departments joined the use of the RCMP computer, but they didn't.
0: But this was after that, because that was created during the situation with the Golden State Killer.
1: Not but this is Canada.
0: Oh. Okay. So does that mean that Canada was not corresponding with, so with the United States? Is, or No, that's your cops.
1: RCMP is the uh, federal police. Okay. And then you have local police, okay. And the local police were not com- were not working communicating with, with the federal okay. police. I got you. Um, so eventually he was arrested in mid August of nineteen eighty one. Uh, they didn't really have a lot of evidence against him. They only had four bodies, and so during his investigation, he said, "You know what, I'll Ali, I'll tell you where the rest of the bodies are." Um. As, and I, I have some stuff of theirs, and we can really make this all neat and tidy. Um, but you have to give me
0: $100,000. So he was bartering $100,000 for him to give them information? Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: And they said, you want $100,000 for 11 bodies? Uh-huh. And he said, yep. And you'll get statements with the bodies, and I'll give you all the evidence. And the only things, only things that the killer would know. And they said... Well, wait a minute. We we would have to work something out. I wouldn't just pay you $100,000. You could rip us off. Yeah. Also, I have something to tell or I have to have something to tell or show my bosses in fact that you are credible. He said, "Okay, I'll give you a freebie. I will give you one body and a statement. You have the $100,000 in cash when we are finished at the scene." I will phone you or you will phone a man who will hand the money over to Joan, his wife. Then you will talk. Then you can talk to your man and I will talk to Joan to make sure that she has the money and will go on with the rest.
0: Wait, has he admitted this point?
1: He's saying, I can tell you where everything is and I'll give you evidence, but you're going to give me $100,000.
0: But they don't know it's him.
1: He, he's saying, yes, I did it. But you have no oh. proof. Oh, okay. That I did. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'll give you the evidence, but you're going to give me $100,000.
0: Uh-huh. $100,000 for him to be convicted as guilty.
1: Yes. Oh. <laughs> and so he says, uh, the detective says, What if your lawyer doesn't go along with it? He says, I, Like I told you before, he works for me. And so the killer dictated his proposal to the detective, and they wrote it down on a single sloppy page in, in <laughs> bad handwriting. It says, Quote, this is an undertaking of an agreement between the RCMP and Clifford Robert Olson. The following will be paid by the RCMP to Miss Joan Olson for the following information. $10,000 cash for each body of missing persons to up to seven bodies. $30,000 for information of four bodies which have already been recovered, which relate to the above seven other missing persons. The agreement should be as undertaken, shall be binding as law, as not to disclose this information in the agreement to the Canadian press. The following missing persons are covered in this agreement. Judy Kozma, Darren Johnsrud, Raymond King, Simon Partington, Ada Court, Louise Chartrand, Christine Weller, Terry Lynn Carson, Colleen Danielle, and Sandra Wolford Steiner, and one unidentified female who was Sigrin Arendt, the German student. $10,000 will be paid to Miss Olson upon the total of the recovery of seven bodies. Later, Olson called his wife. He said, Joan, you're going to be rich. As the minister responsible for the legal system, Williams was required to approve what most considered a very real deal with the devil. If Williams didn't agree to the terms, he was told there was a chance that Olson might be able to get out free mm-hmm. because there's no evidence. It was a bad decision Uh, no one said that there wasn't a secret economy to the Canadian justice justice system, um, where people could pay for uh not confessions, but for information about murders.
0: Yeah. And people still it still happens now. Yeah. There's still rewards out for everything.
1: And so he went to a a hotel with these with the police and his wife and uh, was with her they were all there and they were like, Yeah, I'm gonna show it to you. Give her the money and let's go. And then he would go out on the road wearing an RCMP uh outfit to conceal himself. And he showed all of these people where all of these bodies were buried. And uh, and they they were he was they were giving him the money, they gave him the money. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. And he would, he would give them the mementos that he kept for himself, such as, like, his trophies, their yeah, jewelry. There's always like a trophy. Um, and so he would start complaining because they were keeping him in prison at this time. Yeah. In between his outings to show where the bodies were. He was like, I, I'm being treated so badly. People are throwing trash and cigarettes at me. And somebody ripped the buttons off of my suit, and they they uh, carved the words "baby fucker" into my shirt. Well, that was like
0: that one guy that uh, I talked—I don't remember who it was, but it was uh, recently that he fully was like, um, "I don't understand why everyone's treating me so badly here. Like I'm being attacked." Because you're a rapist and a murderer. And so then he kept on—he like he had—and uh, uh, a pedophile. Who was that? That I feel like it was probably Edmund Kemper actually. Um, that they had. Uh, Confessed to all the crimes, but then they spent the rest of their life in jail, not appealing, but saying that they were uh, being mistreated. I think that was... I think it was Edmund Kimper. Let me look. I don't remember. It m- would make sense. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Yeah, so then uh, he went to trial, and they read all of the first-degree murder charges, and he... Pled guilty while well, he cried. But yeah. apparently during the whole time where they were like, he was showing off the bodies. He was like, yeah, and this is what I did. And he would like act it out. And yeah. Be like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And he would go on steak dinners with the police because they were out. And then he goes to court and cries about it. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so.
0: So he's getting. Oh, no, I can't.
1: So the judge said, punishment in a civilized country could not, a punishment that a civilized country could impose upon him was not adequate. You should, quote, never be granted parole for the remainder of your days. It would be foolhardy to let you at large. Um, he was driven away to serve his sentence. He confided in the com- accompanying officer that he, if he ever regained his freedom, he'd, quote, I'd take up where I'd left off. Oh, my gosh.
0: So that he just, like, I'll get, I mean, that's several people that I've, re- that we've
1: researched that's fully just like, yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah. Like, n- no remorse. And then the media came after the RCMP and were like, you gave him money?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he was like, yeah. And then he came back and it was like, yeah, but. But. I mean, we had to get him for something. Yeah.
0: I mean, it- it's either that or he just admitted uh going to keep murdering. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: I mean, then that's basically it. Yeah. People got mad at him and tried to take the money back. It, it, it later came out that he was drawing unemployment and, through
0: pri- while he was in prison. Yeah, unemployment
1: oh and my social God. security or old age security. Yeah. While in prison, and people were like crazy mad about it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that makes sense. I,
0: I would be mad about it too because that's government money that's being taken and being spent on someone who murdered people and being used n- negligently.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Anyway, so a... uh Sharon Rosenfeld, a prominent victims' right advocate, in the following years of the tragedy of losing her son Darren, lamented, along with many of the other families in Canada that had abandoned capital punishment and spared execution. She said she had one wish. She said, "Let me pull the switch." Mm-hmm. But of course, you can't. Mm-mm. And he's still alive in prison.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's in his what, seventies?
1: Uh, born in the 40s? Yeah, he died in the 70s.
0: Same with this guy.
1: Oh, no, no. Sorry, he died.
0: Oh.
1: He dead. When did he die?
0: 2011! Oh. That was a long time ago. (laughs) That was 11 years ago.
1: Well, he's dead now. The math ain't math and love. Uh -uh. Uh-uh.
0: Mathematics love. (laughs) It's mathematics. It's mathematics. Um, wow. Look at us. We started...
1: They're brothers. They yeah. love each other. Why?
0: Because Kennedy got up because he, Coco was moving. I was worried what was going to happen there.
1: No. Coco is a good boy. And Kennedy loves him. Oh, yeah? Kennedy's only mean to people.
0: And my blinds. <laughs> huh? I said, and my blinds. <laughs> I still, I wouldn't... What?
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Oh,
0: no, it's okay. It was literally a joke. Because I still want to know what possessed him to do that. Because he does
1: it all. He's done it to a lot of blinds. Oh, has he? Not your, your oh, okay.
0: I just thought, like, because he was so docile and faced the the couch cushions for thirty six hours, and then I left for four hours and came back, and that happened. I was like, hmm.
1: there would have been a sound outside, and he wanted to see, and the blinds were closed, so he bites at them.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Well. I don't know what sound it was, unless a car drove by, like in the, because there, there's a back alley there. But I, uh, I love where I live because I can hear very little things. It's amazing. Unless the, uh, neighbor next door decides to get his little, like, quintet together. Um, and I'm at home trying to take a nap and,
1: uh, a quintet of what? Uh, Clarinet bassoon.
0: Players? There's a euphonium, a baritone.
1: I played the euphonium. Did you? Uh
0: huh. Um, There was a clarinet, I think, and I don't remember what the other two were, but it was a strange quartet, or quintet. There was five of them. It was strange, but uh, they were pretty good. It's just not something I want to hear for... They would play for like two or three hours, and I was like, can you stop doing this? Like, go to bed.
1: Because the music (laughs) moves their souls Uh up. And by go
0: to bed, it was two o'clock in the afternoon, so I was the one going to bed. Yeah. You know, whatever.
1: So really, the asshole was am i the
0: asshole i actually like reading some of the am i the asshole posts that come from reddit that are then posted on twitter because i'm like yeah actually sometimes you are also sometimes they're not and i'm like you were absolutely right i read this one that uh was uh, recently about this woman who uh was uh, but it was retweeted by the girl who it was about which i think well supposedly and i thought it was really funny
1: like no bitch uh uh-huh.
0: and she's like that was my brother and like it was just a freaking so she uh, this girl that had reposted it apparently wore a red dress to this to her sister-in-law's wedding and uh this the new the person who was posting it uh had asked the uh the 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 bride who had posted on reddit had asked the girl to leave who was the her the groom's sister, uh, because she was wearing a red dress, which apparently means something like "I fucked the groom," which I In didn't know culture? that was. yet yeah, I have no idea. American culture or no. regular weddings. No, uh, it's like I don't have never heard that. And That's also, a weird family thing
1: that you uh, have.
0: All yeah, and also she is her you're your, your I fucked my your, brother your husband's uh sister why the fuck would she wear a red dress like it's fucking i want people to know uh, or that we're really yeah. into incest yeah that's gross uh and so then suppose the person who it was about posted and she was like i wore a red dress and also people are allowed to be close to their siblings like but like i didn't wear a red dress because i fucked him like <laughs> why would you go to that that's disgusting it's they're funny. I like reading some of them. She funny.
1: had a little... She's, she's, she's on to something she's there. She's on to
0: something there. She might be. <laughs> mm. You know. Reddit be crazy.
1: Sometimes it do be.
0: It do be. It do be like that. Anyways, you know how it also do be? How? Um... We'd like to thank our Great segue. Oh my god. <laughs> Economy works. Economy works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help right needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more
1: with less
0: economy works when we work
1: when we work the (laughs) the economy economy works
0: works. find out more about economy works at economyworks.com that's e-c-o-n-o-m-i
1: w-r-k-s dot com
0: economy works yum Uh, yum yes exactly Oh, wow. Well.
1: We already gave a shout-out to LTEX. Well, I we talked
0: about, about, about it. It's, Just, Let's talk about gay stuff. We tasted it. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's talk about Stop. gay stuff. <laughs> I don't need any more. <laughs> it's the premier destination for uh, gay stuff. You want to learn about your history? Gay stuff? Because gay history is American
0: history. Gay yeah. history is world history.
1: World history.
0: Next up, Interstellar. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there
1: Let's Talk About Gay Stuff is available on all of your podcast platforms. You're on there uh, sometimes. You, yeah. All the time.
0: All the time now.
1: Eh, well. Yeah. People aren't listening for you. He, um, listening for the history. No. They're listening for Thomas. Yeah, most of that. Um, that's... One more. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about gay stuff. at let's talk about gay. Let's talk about gay Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and talk gay stuff on Twitter. If you'd like to send them an email, that's let's talk about stuff at gmail.com. Swerve, what is that? I
0: don't
1: know. You did a whip, whip, nay nay. Um, of course, you're listening to our spoopy podcast. That's
0: ourspoopypodcast.com.
1: Our spoopy podcast is available there, but also on um, Twitter at ourspoopypodcast no. on. On Twitter, it's our spoopy podcast. No, Instagram is our spoopy podcast. Our spoopy on Twitter and our spoop on Facebook. There you go. But if you would like to send us an email, that's also available at r-spoopypodcast at ourspoopypodcast@gmail.com.
0: There we go. We got it. We did it all. Yeah. 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 Well, that's crazy. We did it. We did another episode. We got through another part of another tier
1: of serial. We entered killers. another tier.
0: Entered another tier. Yes. What is a chunk off the iceberg? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you put that hand
1: down. Put that. Put those hands down. You <laughs> fucking maniac. Beep, beep, beep. Um, mm.
0: should we to spoopy get with, with it? Get with it. Bye.